Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. How's everyone today? Good. I'm very good, thank you. Um, should we pray first? Just say, Father, I'm humble and I'm teachable this morning. Yeah, you can say it. Let's pray it as well. Father, I'm humble and I'm teachable this morning. Teach me your word this morning. Teach me how to worship this morning. Father, we thank you for your life here today. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear about worship. Father, to hear from your word. Father, we thank you for your revelation today and your life upon each of us, Father. In your name, amen. 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 Um, so just a, a quick recap for um, those of us who weren't maybe here last week. Uh, Pastor Colin spoke on uh, the life of a worshipper, what it means to be a worshipper in our everyday life, um, out in the workplace, um, but also what it means for us here on a Sunday. He spoke on two um, specific aspects. The first was faith, that... When we come before God in worship, we come in full assurance of faith, um, in the power of the Holy Spirit, amen? And um, we know that our identity is found in him and him alone, that we've been made holy, we've been made pure, we've been made blameless in his sight, acceptable to him, um, and it's all through the faith in Jesus Christ that we have. The the second point he was talking on was was love, intertwined with that, that... um, God desires to meet with us in his love. And when we come to worship, um, we can be filled with his living water, his life and his power. um, So that when we go out from here to those around us, to our workplaces, our small groups, colleges, school, wherever we're going, um, we have that life that we receive, that living water um, to flow out. And uh, today we just want to follow on. I'm going to speak for maybe 15, 20 minutes, and then Sarah's going to come and share some stuff. Um, And then we're just going to have a time to respond and to worship at the end um, and use what we've been looking at. Um, But we want to look at today what it it means for us as worshippers here on a Sunday morning, practically. What does that mean when we come in and we're part of the body here? And um, one of the things that I love about corporate worship um, when we're all here together is that no two of us are the same. Uh, God has placed his Holy Spirit inside us we have the deposit of his spirit but we each have our own character um, our own personality our own heart Um, we've each got our own response to God our own song and our own worship Um, and God loves to hear that heart cry and that response from from each of us Um, for us here a kingdom faith worship isn't just a a preliminary to the preach Um, it's not a setup uh, for someone to come up and then we receive but but really worship um, is the most important important time of the morning, really. That's why we, we tend to do it first, because we, we just want to exalt God over everything that we're doing in the day. Um, and, uh, you know, every time we come to worship, God wants to meet with you and with me um, so personally and intimately. Um, I, I just have a question for everyone in, in line with this. Um, just ask yourself, honestly... Um, do I ever become a bit too familiar with the functions of worship? Do I ever become a bit too familiar with the functions of worship? And perhaps with that as well, a bit too familiar with the one that we think that we are worshipping, you know, that image of God that we, um, that we think that we have. Um, as I said, everyone, everyone is different here. And we all have that heart response to God that, that looks different. And God wants to meet with all of us in that, that place that we're at and lift us, you know, beyond that place that we're at. Um, you know, we don't worship Jesus, the man who walked on earth that we read about in the Gospels. We worship the risen king. Um, and the scripture says that we can't stand before him because of his glory and his holiness. Um, and that same king wants to meet us every time we worship. We can see in, um, we're not going to go there because I just refer to it quickly, but in John 13, in John's own gospel, 
he, uh, he talks about how he used to recline on Jesus' chest and lay his head upon his chest when they were eating and drinking. And he had that familiarity and that friendship with him that, that they were so close that he could do that. But then later on in Revelation 1, John also writes in his vision when he sees the risen king, um, that when he, at the sight of him, he fell at his feet as though dead. And I just want to read part of that from Revelation, um, just that picture that, that he wrote down and that he saw, because I think sometimes we, we can forget the one that we're worshipping. Um, and it, yeah, I'll just take it here from Revelation 1. When I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance you know that's the Jesus that we worship that's the king that we worship and um sorry God wants to meet with us so intimately face to face and pastor Colin always uses the um the analogy of of the queen that if she was here in the room with us today um but she just stayed at the back somewhere um we could say we were in the presence of the queen but if the Queen was to come round and greet us all individually and, and we were able to have a conversation, we could say that we, we met face to face with the Queen. And um, that's so real for God that, that he doesn't just want his presence to be evident, that he doesn't just want to be in the room, that he desires to meet with each of us face to face. So let's not become too familiar with the one that we worship. I know it may sound silly, it may sound, we may sound beyond that. But I think sometimes, you know, it's so easy to forget the one that we worship, that description of Jesus. That's the one who we can meet face to face with um, every time we come to worship. And, you know, the, the um, act of worship isn't a, an emotional connection. It's a spiritual connection. Um, our emotions and feelings can be um, based upon our day to day. They can be based upon our work life, how things are going at home can be based upon you know, our current financial situation. All of these things can affect how our, our, our emotions and our feelings are. But um, the act of worship is a spiritual connection because um, our feelings are often a total contradiction to the word. Um, they're, off, they're not the truth at all, um, but they often contradict what, what God wants us to be saying about ourselves. Um, you know, when we come to worship, whether it's here or at home, wherever, we just need to make that conscious decision um, to engage our hearts with God. Um, and sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's just apathy that we have to throw off, uh, tiredness. I know sometimes we come in here and it's early, but you know, sometimes we just have to throw those things off, just take them and say, God, I'm just going to decide to worship you. you know, sometimes it can be um, condemnation from the enemy about things in our lives or sin or things that someone's spoken over us in the week that that we've just held on to and those things can stop us um, from really meeting with God Um, personally I do this every time we come to worship whether it's on my own or whether it's the prayer meeting that we have before a Sunday or here when we come to worship um, you know I always say God I choose to worship you um, I have to choose to worship you. Otherwise, the things that just race around our head and those things that, that can just, you know, get us down, the life that we're, that we're living through that can get us down, they'll, they'll just sit there and we'll just think upon them. Um, if you find that you struggle to know what to say to God, um, when, when we first come in here, um, I just want to encourage you, start with Thanksgiving. Um, Because we all have things to be thankful for. And we enter his courts and his gates with thanksgiving, the scripture says. And um, the power of thanksgiving breaks things in our lives. Because we just speak those and declare those things over our lives. And it breaks the hold of those things that that maybe that's something that someone spoke over us in the week. It can break those things. You know, thank you for my identity in you, Lord. Thank you that I'm in you and you're my hope. You're my purity and all those things. And once you get rolling and just speaking those things, you just end up finding yourself in, in, in a flow of worship. Yeah, amen. Um, 
A worshipper is not someone who just sings songs or plays an instrument, but expresses genuine thanksgiving and praise right from the heart and desires to meet with God in worship. Am I talking about you this morning? Yeah. A worshipper is not someone who just sings songs or plays an instrument, but expresses genuine thanksgiving and praise right from the heart and desires to meet God in worship. And I, I think sometimes routine and you know religious form can be so easy to um, to fall into. And you know we may not think that we're religious in any way because you know we're taught here that we're we're believers in God and and that we don't follow a religious format. But um, I think sometimes when we just maybe come in and we just get into the motions and we're we're singing songs and yeah we know we've got the highlights and we've got a word and we respond, we can get so caught up with just the everyday running of things. Um, but a worshipper is not someone that just sings or just plays their instruments. But, you know, when we come in, our heart needs to express genuine worship, genuine, genuine worship to God. On a Sunday, we do songs um, to help incorporate everyone in worship. And uh, the songs we do are great. Some people write them here on the worship team. Some of them are from other churches that we, um, that we just borrow to use because they're also good. Um, but the uh, the songs themselves are just vehicles in our worship. We don't; um, they're not the worship themselves, and uh, often they're written by other people. So you might be sitting there, and maybe you've never written a song or never written one that we've played. Um, and you know, there's as I said earlier, each one of us is different and individual, and there's worship from from each of our hearts that God wants to draw out um, that can't be expressed through someone else's song. Um, that someone else has written. There may be great lyrics and great words that that we want to declare, but actually there's worship in our own hearts um, that God really desires to hear. You know, the band and the, the singers, the instruments we have, it's all great, and, and we use it to encourage us to, to worship and so that we have music so that we can sing along to, and maybe so that it's a bit louder, so that those of us that maybe don't like singing so much don't be bothered about being heard and um, which is great for everyone but um you know the band and the musicians the singers when we're worshiping up here we're not um we're not here to lead everyone um you know mostly people are called like a lead singer or whatever up here but but really we're not here to lead people um you know god's looking for that heart response from each of us um for that heart that worship to flow out of each of us um so when we're here and we're you know we're in between songs and we're, we're just worshipping. Um, we, we don't want to lead everyone here. We just want to join in with what's happening in the room, what the Holy Spirit is doing. Um, and perhaps someone might get a, a song that is, uh, is great that we just declare and we just begin singing that together. And it's something that can really lift the room and help us you know, move forward in worship. Um, other times someone may get a song that is just something that we need to be still and, and respond to. Um, maybe because God is speaking right to us. But... Um, in those times, you know, when the songs finish and when there's no words on the screen, that really, for me, is when the worship, you know, worship really takes place. And we, uh, not that the songs aren't worship, but that it's in those times, it's like, okay, I'm going to make a decision. Am I just going to stand and wait for these guys to, to do the next song and, and lead me in it? Or am I just going to engage my heart, my, my spirit with God's spirit and... Um, and really just begin to release that praise and that worship um, from our own hearts. Um, so I don't have much more to say this morning. Sarah has some bits. Um, and uh, yeah, do you just want to come up actually? And, uh, but we're going to have a time to respond in a bit just to worship together. Woo. That's awesome. God loves to meet with us in worship. He just loves it. I don't think sometimes we understand how much his heart is towards us. And we can forget that. And it's so important to realise, actually, he says, come into my courts with confidence. Come with boldness before my throne. Because he's made it possible for us to do that. And so as soon as we understand, actually, we can, there's a joy that comes as well. Because no matter what's going on, I know I can come before Jesus because of what he's done for me. It's just amazing what he's done. Um, I'm going to get you to just kind of shake yourselves up a little bit because we're going to get ready to worship. So can you all stand to your feet if you're able to?
Um, I've got kind of two things to say, and then we're just going to go on and worship Jesus. Um, So I would like you to adopt a worship position. Just give yourselves a worship position. What does it look like when you worship Jesus? Cool. Most of you are like this. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, you can just put your hands down. Um, What about a reverence position? Like, God is holy. He is awesome. Cool. I'm just checking that you all know how to use your bodies. That's all I'm checking. Okay, take a seat for a minute. Um, You know, it says in Psalms, Psalms are so great for if you don't know what to say to God, because it's so full of description about who he is and what he's done and, and how you can worship him. And, you know, David being in a pit of despair and then he's going, but I'm still going to worship you, God, and I'm going to exalt you over those things. And one of the things for me with worship is that, you know, we praise God. It says in Psalms, we praise God from our innermost being. But for me, that means with everything that I have, with my mind, with my soul, with my spirit, with my heart, with my body, you know, I want to go, God, you are amazing. And I don't just want to go, God, you are amazing and stand perfectly still. It's like, for me, that's not expressing my thankfulness and my joy to God. So I want to say to you, you have permission in this place. And I forbid the fear of man to be in this place any longer to say that you can't express your love and your adoration for Jesus in the way that you feel you need to. So there is freedom in this place this morning and every morning that you are here to worship God with everything that you have because he loves that and he sees your heart and even if you can't sing a note in tune he loves that you give it everything. That's what he's looking for. He looks for your heart. He loves to see our heart of worship towards him. And I'm just going to take a little bit more of the Thanksgiving thing that um, Toby was talking about. And I'm going to read you um, Psalm 100. Psalm 100, verse 4. Verse that we know really well, right? It says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Some of you might have heard me talk about Hebrew words of worship before. Some of you may not have. Um, If you ever want to look them up, Google them. You can just Google Hebrew words for worship and it will tell you how many different expressions there are for worship where we just have the word praise or worship in our translation of the Bible. So that one verse, we've got thanksgiving, praise, thanksgiving, praise. Let me tell you, that's four different types of praise is talked about in that verse. The first means to stretch out your arms and to sing. That's thanksgiving. Then his praise means to sing songs to him. Then give thanks means to revere and worship with extended hands. And then again, to praise him means to kneel and adore and bless and thank him. Like there's so much more there. It's not just, yeah, we praise. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. There's so many ways of expressing our love and our adoration for who he is. Um, My final kind of thing to say before we get into worship and I'm going to tell you already like I might kind of speak in through the worship of what we're doing because I want to help you to understand what God is doing as we worship him together and why different things might begin to happen and some of that might be words for people that I just start getting words for people and speak stuff out or it might be just explaining like why are we now going in this direction or whatever it is so we'll just go with it okay um I always close my eyes when I worship Jesus because he's given me an imagination and I want that to be filled with his holiness and his awesomeness. And so I close my eyes because I'm, I'm not here in this room when I worship. I'm in front of the throne of heaven and I want to see him in glory and I want to see him in might and splendor and all of the descriptions that there are in the word of who he is and and how he is and what he's done like I want to see that and if I stand and I look around while I worship it's very difficult for my imagination to connect with with what's going on so for me that's a really helpful thing so just to say to you like don't worry about what else anybody else is doing Let's just close our eyes and we're just going to engage with God. And we're going to use, um, we're not planning on using any songs. Um, Do you guys want to come up and we'll just kind of 
get get ready. Um, we're not planning on using any songs because of what Toby was saying about, you know, singing a new song to God, letting your spirit connect with him. And that means singing your worship to him. And it might be that one of the guys up here gets something that's like a bit of a hook, a bit of a phrase that they start singing. We can join in with that and it's going to take us to another level. That's great. But most of the time, we're just going to release our worship to God and we're going to see where he takes us and what he wants to reveal to us um you know it says in um I can't remember where the verse is but when Paul is teaching I think it's in Corinthians he says about when we um speak in tongues we speak to God and in the context he's talking about you know like don't speak in tongues when you're kind of prophesying because it doesn't mean anything it's a mystery because you're speaking to God but the truth in there as well that is amazing is that when we speak in tongues, we connect with God. We speak to God. That's amazing. So we can use that while we're singing, you know, singing in tongues and just connecting your spirit with God. You can feel that there's this kind of, wow, yeah, okay, God, I'm connected to you. And then the Holy Spirit will tell you, you know, what what am I showing you? Oh, I'm singing, singing in tongues and then I get, wow, God's glorious. So then I'm going to sing that. You're glorious, God. You're amazing, God. I worship who you are then I'm going to go back into tongues and I'm going to sing and connect with him again and then get that understanding from the Holy Spirit again about you know, okay what are, what are you showing me now Jesus and we're going to make a choice to start with that thanksgiving just as Toby was saying we're going to come into his courts with praise and into his gates with thanksgiving whatever way around it is um, so we're going to choose to be thankful before these guys even start playing anything so if there's anything right now in this moment that you go, I don't even know what I can be thankful about. Make a choice. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to find something to be thankful about. You know, Jesus died on the cross for me. Oh, my goodness, I'm thankful for that. He's taken me from a place of darkness and despair into a place of light and glory. I'm thankful for that. And just begin to start thanking him wherever you are. You can sit down, you can stand up. I'm not going to direct you in any way that you should worship except for give it everything. So if you want to start to stand because you say, actually, God, I'm going to exalt you in this moment and I'm going to lift my worship to you, then do it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you are the King of Kings. Thank you that there is no one else like you. Father, I can't compare you to anyone because you're so far above. You're the name above every name. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Oh, praise you, God. Thank you, my Lord and my King. I thank you for the gift of salvation. I thank you that you have abundantly given to me. Your life is so good. You are fullness of life itself. Wonderful Savior, exalted one. I see you crowned in glory. I see you exalted on the throne. This is worship, exalting him for who he is. Just continue, let that flow come out of you, that river of living water. His spirit within you, releasing. Shekai, Shekelarai, Yoloro, Shonama Zabra, Haya Shirke, Shamana Mahaseke. Wonderful, wonderful God. You are merciful. Jesus, Shalarai, Shelanide, Shedamamamamamasai. Remember, this is your connection with God. As we all connect with God together, He's going to take us to another level. So don't back off. If I come off the microphone, keep going, keep releasing who He is. What he's done in your life. Shemani Yazara Yeshindara Yoshuka Yerekeshikiri Yelene Yosamana Mama Mama Sobre Bebe Shimbra Baba 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 Samara. You are the author of life. I praise you. Don't be silent in this moment. We're making our way through those gates 
into his cause. This is the moment to be thankful. This is the moment to glorify him. This is the moment to exalt him. If you've got a situation that is going on that you can't see breakthrough in, then praise until you get the breakthrough. That's what we need to do. Paul and Silas, when they were in prison, what did they do? They worshipped and God opened the doors. So lift him up, lift him higher. There is no other name that is greater than your name. Oh, glory, 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 glory.
and stand in the presence of the one who loves you. That fear is driven out today. That fear cannot stand in his presence this morning. Instead of ashes, I crown you with beauty. Instead of ashes, anxiety is broken, depression is broken. I crown you with beauty this morning. I crown you with beauty instead of ashes. All grief must be healed now, all grief must diminish now. I release joy in this place. I release joy in this place Oh, I release the King of joy in this place Oh, bubbling up, bubbling up Oh, shaking off the dust Sitting in throne today You are loved, you are loved today You are loved, you are loved You are loved, you are loved I break fear today I break depression today I break anxiety today In His presence
out there that people need to respond to in this room. So as you said at the beginning, if you're in fear, step into his love. So there's some people here who physically, as an action, you need to step out of anxiety, out of fear, and into love. And I'm going to tell you from experience, I know how scary that is to let go of something that even though it causes you pain, is like a safety net. But his love will catch you. His love is strong. His love is good. Because he is love. It's who he is. There might have been some other things that Rachel said that you're like, do you know what? I just, I I need to physically respond to this thing. I need to claim this is mine. I'm taking my healing. I'm taking my freedom from oppression or from depression. And there's when we're in the presence of God, sometimes we need to make that action to go, yeah, that's mine. I'm taking it. Father, thank you. And there's a huge space down the front here. It's not reserved for the people that are more holy. It's not reserved for the people who've got pastor in front of their names. It's a space for you to come and respond to God in. So if right now in this moment, as we are in His presence, we're in His glory, we're in this moment with Him, if you need to physically respond to something, just step out, move out of your row, get out from behind your chair, come into this space at the front, because we're just gonna carry on worshiping Him and exalting Him. If you need to come and kneel, and this represents for you the, the throne of God at the front here, then come and kneel before His throne because He's ready to pour everything that you need into your life right now. Some of you guys have been waging war against stuff and He's saying, you don't need to fight it. I'm here. My love is here for you in this moment. Just receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. That wave upon wave of His love, of His goodness towards you. He will not fail you. He has not forgotten you. He has not left you. He has not abandoned you. He is a good Father. And He pours into you now everything that you need. Everything that you need. He's your healing. He's your life. He's your faith. He's your hope. Those of you who've lost your hope, who feel like it's just despair in your life, just receive hope now. Receive His fullness now. Shakeh, shakeh, shakeh. The rest of us just keep worshipping because God is moving in this place and we want everything that He has.
Jesus. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good, God. Oh, wonderful King. How can we not praise You? Oh, you're so wonderful. You're so wonderful. Father, I thank You for everything that You've done this morning. I thank You for every lie You've broken off, for every life You've restored, for every hope that You've given, for every healing that You've bore. Jesus, for every anxiety that You have torn down. God, we are so grateful to You, God. You are incredible. What a God we serve. What a God we serve. Father, I ask. Father, I ask that as we go from this place today, Jesus, You fill us with Your Spirit afresh that we take this from here with us, Lord God. And in this moment, I just wanna invite anybody who doesn't yet know this awesome, wonderful Saviour, our God, that He's here, He's available, He's open, and He hears when you say His name. And if you've experienced something here this morning and you don't quite understand what is going on, then we're around afterwards. Toby, myself, Phil, who was leading the meeting earlier, uh, there's a few other people as well. If you want to come and chat with us and ask us more, we will happily, happily tell you about this wonderful King. I will happily tell you about the things He's done for me and the journey He's taken me on and the freedom that I have now because of who He is. And I know that there are so many people in here who would do the same. And let me tell you, He wants you. He loves you you and that's the truth thank you Jesus it's so hard to go when you've been in a place where it's powerful and God's here and he's moving but it's kind of time to round up the children's groups will have finished and things but you know if you want to stay receiving just don't lose that moment that you're in right now take it home with you because God will carry on speaking to you he'll carry on showing you things and you can have this at home won't be as many people but you can have this at home there's some great things on um on Spotify there's a thing called worship pads that literally is just like these guys were kind of like free playing music it's just like that so there aren't any words and you can just stick one on in any key that you like and you can sing your new song to Jesus over it. That's one of my favourite ways to worship at home because then I'm just following what the Spirit's doing and He's leading me into God's presence and there's no set or form of what will happen. But let's bring this back next week, hey? Yeah? Like, I don't, I don't want to turn up on a Sunday and go, yeah, let's do our two songs, la da off we go. I like, I want to come ready to meet with God and encounter God. And even if we do sing songs, you know, they're set songs that we sing, let's engage our spirits with it. Let's, you know, engage our hearts and our minds and our bodies with, with who God is and the awesomeness. And let's choose to worship Him when we come back next week. Let's choose to encounter Him because if we all make that decision, He'll turn up. That's what happened this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.